Okay, I hope you caught part one of the first time I met Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was 1969. Now I'm going to continue. My first impression of Arnold, over the years people have asked me that uh, when I met Arnold for the first time, was I able to foresee the success that he would have in different areas of his life. At that time, I saw nothing that would indicate that Arnold would exceed anything beyond the world of bodybuilding. I did not consider Arnold handsome, uh, but his facial features were rather normal. As I think back uh, in 1988, when I saw Arnold at World Gym, where he's taking a quick workout in between filming of the movie Twins, I remember that his face was now very handsome and geometrically sculpted. It was not the same Arnold as 1968. And as I talked to him, I realized that he had become very polished and had developed a sophisticated mannerism. I could now see that in a few short years, he had really transformed himself into a uh, super uh, star. Now, you know, when I met Arnold, people asked me, how did he look in clothes and in street clothes? uh, You know, Arnold was much more subtle than uh, Sergio Oliva. And as I was talking to Arnold, I remember thinking, wow, how can anyone have a a chest size this big? And Arnold would make a simple gesture with his arm. His bicep would explode into superhuman proportions. The two men were totally different, but each awesome in his own way. I looked at Arnold's face to see if he had the lean, trained-down look. You know, that almost gaunt facial look, which means that one has very little body fat. I remember he looked very tight. Sergio also had that lean, trained, hungry look, so I knew this was going to be a hell of a contest. Now, you have to remember Joe Weider's contests were the greatest. They were really phenomenal. So that evening, as we entered the theater, there was an excitement in the air I will never forget. And I do give Joe Weider credit for putting on shows that were professional as they elevated bodybuilding beyond the AAU organization, uh, what they were doing. Bob Hoffman, who hated bodybuilding, who saw, you know, was re- Joe Weider's rival, heavily influenced the AAU organization. Their main goal was to push uh, weightlifting in the United States. In the AAU bodybuilding shows that I attended in upstate New York, uh, we really were held as an afterthought uh, to a weightlifting event. For example, after several hours of weightlifting, they would hold a bodybuilding contest on a makeshift platform under a basketball hoop in a gym. And I attended a few of these contests where the bodybuilding segment came in, believe it or not, at 2 o'clock in the morning. It was an afterthought. In contrast, the Brooklyn Academy of Music was a beautiful theater. The con- I mean, the contestants would come out in the opening ceremonies with all the flags of the nations and a pageantry of a major event. It was a total elevation of what anybody had ever seen in bodybuilding. I mean, it was full orchestra and everything was top notch. My buddy and I uh, started to look at the programs, uh, so anxious for the show to begin. Uh, Arnold was going to enter the Mr. Universe contest before he entered the Mr. Olympia. Uh, That was being held again at the same night. Uh, The time had come for the Mr. Universe contest. All the contestants looked fantastic. Uh, But two people stood out. Uh, Franco Colombo, 
who, um, as many of you know, is Arnold's training partner and a lifelong friend, who was also living and training with Arnold in California. I mean, as Franco appeared on stage, he literally dwarfed the other bodybuilders and was years ahead of every contestant in the contest. Uh, his body, uh, I, I cannot believe the muscle hardness he displayed and it, it tissue paper skin, which nobody had ever seen before. I will never forget how everybody in the audience gasped and we were talking, wow, who could top that? When Arnold appeared, he looked like something from outer space. He had the same muscularity as Franco, but he was displaying superhuman size and proportion. And if, I, if my memory serves me correct, I believe he only did three or four poses for the Mr. Universe contest. When he left the stage, people could not believe what they were saying. You know, everybody was asking each other, could he actually beat Sergio? Now, uh, you know, it was time for the uh, Mr. Olympia contest. And the audience at the Brooklyn Academy shows was something to behold. They would cheer and stop and yell and scream to show their you know, support compared to the West Coast shows. Even when a top champion appeared, the response was lukewarm. So before the uh, Mr. Olympia started, there were people yelling, Arnold, Arnold, while another group of people yelling, Sergio, Sergio. And remember, this was multi-thousands of people yelling this. I knew the Mr. Olympia was going to be a real barn burner. I remember Arnold came onto the stage for his posing routine. He stood under the lights and flexed his pecs and boom, went into a double bicep pose. Each pose that followed was spectacular. His three-quarter back pose, which was a work of art, and his most muscular pose really stood out. His routine was longer for the Olympia than his previous uh, routine for the Mr. Universe, and his posing was incredible. For such a massive man, he moved from each pose with power and grace. When he finished his routine, the clapping and cheering, they were deafening. Sergio came out. His posing routine was not to be believed. Many people, though, through the years have criticized Sergio for being a poor poser. I totally disagree. While Sergio didn't move with the power and grace of Arnold, his routine was very dramatic. His signature poses, front lat spread, arms extended, overhead were mind-boggling. I could never forget how Sergio would end his routine. He would be doing his two hands overhead from the back pose, which made his back look like it was carved out of granite. Go into a back double bicep and slowly turn around and squeeze out a most muscular. It was considered one of the most awesome sights ever seen in bodybuilding. As Sergio and Arnold completed their individual posing routines, the audience was near hysteria. Sergio and Arnold came on stage together and there was a pose down. Uh, it was just incredible and the posing went back and forth and back and forth and the audience was limp from cheering. And Sergio was announced as the winner and Arnold graciously gave him a hug and a kiss and raised his arm in victory. For a brief moment, I saw a look on Arnold's face of intense determination and conviction that I will never forget. There was a hunger and a sense of purpose that I've rarely seen in my life. I turned to my friend and said, we are experiencing something 
that is a turning point in bodybuilding. I think Arnold will come back and be a major force that Sergio will have to reckon with. And this was so, so, so many years ago, I will never forget the look on Arnold's face. Now, immediately after the contest, most attendants would leave the theater. But we were so close to the stage, we would always jump you know, from the stage and sneak under the curtain and watch what was going on. We had to, uh, to do this very quickly. Security guards would stand up and prohibit anybody from entering the backstage area. And this really improved to prove to be more exciting than the show. Joe Weider would have all of his photographers all set up to do photo sh- sessions with the winners so we could have these great photos to publish in his magazines. I remember after sneaking backstage, I saw Arnold talking to Joe Weider. Uh, he looked amazing, and I couldn't have been more than 10 feet away. Uh, Joe seemed to be giving Arnold a few words of encouragement, and Arnold didn't seem devastated by his loss to Sergio. Sergio then came in to take photographs, and I was five feet away from Sergio watching him do his trademark poses. Although Arnold was incredible that night, he still hadn't become the Arnold, I believe, of his best shape of 1973 or 1974, and Sergio was a clear winner of the contest. Uh, But everybody was talking about Arnold. Now, after the show, everybody went to a restaurant in Brooklyn called Junior's, and I got to see all the champions at Junior's. But I'll tell you, it's 2019, and that was 1969, my first meeting with Arnold. And I'm going to go over all my e-books and start to record these for everyone. Once in a lifetime, I will never forget it.